Hello, and welcome to the Embrace Hope podcast. I am so excited that you're here with me today. I'm your host, Pastor Jennifer Banks. This podcast has been created for women to have an opportunity to hear real life things that women face that most of us do not want to talk about. Sometimes we're too scared. Sometimes we feel ashamed. But here we're going to talk about them. And I'm going to encourage you to know and understand that peace exists Hope, H-O-P-E, hold on, peace exists. We'll discuss a range of real-life topics that I personally have faced and come through better than ever because of Jesus Christ. Hey, listen, if you enjoy this podcast and you feel like it will benefit someone that you know, please like it, click subscribe, share, or do whatever the platform you're listening on offers to share it with others. I would greatly appreciate that. You can also find the church that I pastor, Abundant Life Church, Central City, Kentucky, on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. Let's go ahead and get started with today's episode. Welcome to episode one of Embrace Hope. In this episode, I really want to talk about intimate relationships um, and the demand that the world puts on us of what intimate relationships are supposed to look like. Uh, Throughout my life, I've had countless relationships that just seemed like they would completely destroy me. And I don't really only mean intimate relationships. I had friendships that were very damaging to me as well. But for the point of this episode, I just really want to focus on the intimate relationships. Um, I've been married multiple times. I've had sexual partners that I never married. Um, I don't say any of that from a point of um, that being anything that I'm proud of. But nonetheless, um, it's under the blood. I have been forgiven for those mistakes that I've made. And, uh, you know, it's just something that I, these are pieces of my life that I feel very compelled to share because many women do not want to talk about these things and the way that they've damaged them. So anyways, every single one of these relationships that I was involved in, they were toxic in one way or another. Um, As a teenager, I remember wondering, like, why do I have to have sex with these boys in order for them to like me? Um, But slowly but surely, all of my friends were losing their virginity. It's all that everyone was talking about. It's all boys talked about. And it was like, okay, well, no boys are going to like me if I'm not willing to have sex. Um, There were things that went on in my childhood that made me absolutely not want to be touched. Um, I'll elaborate more on that in another episode, but for today, I'll just, you know, I'll just share that it absolutely tainted um, the way that I felt when someone would touch me. So um, I did, I, for so many reasons, I did not want to have sex, but I felt this like stigma, I guess, that I had to. And I don't really remember my parents talking to me about sex one way or another. I don't remember them telling me that I should wait. I don't remember them telling me that it didn't really matter. I don't really remember ever having a conversation with them about it. So I guess there just was no real seed ever planted for me of what my morals should look like. So Um, As all my friends began to lose their virginity, I followed right along behind them and did that as well with a boy that at the time I thought that I really liked, I really cared for, and I thought that he really liked me too. So 
from that relationship to the next, to the next, to the next, um, they all ended relatively the same way. And every single time um, I would find myself in like this state of like absolutely freaking out. And it never really made any sense because none of these relationships were good for me. Um, They weren't building me up in any way, shape or form. Most of them Um, well, all of them really were toxic in one way or another, whether it was emotional abuse, physical abuse. um, There was uh, pieces of different relationships I was in where things were done to me sexually that I did not want done. And I was in a relationship where I was married and I felt like I didn't have an option but to allow it to happen. And I now know that that was not true. So I'm in this horrible relationship and it ends and then I would freak out. And it never really made any sense to why I would freak out that way. I would go on drinking binges. I would chase these guys around and start fights with other girls they were talking to. I would bust out windows and vehicles. Like I would just act like a fool and none of it ever made sense to me why I would act like that. I should have probably thrown a party, you know, and been excited that they left my life and I wasn't going to have to continue to deal with the way they treated me. But ultimately, I would just end up in another relationship that looked just like the one before. But nonetheless, I could just never figure out why do you care that it ended? And why do you chase after them? Why do you... I just don't even know how to explain it. I'm sure that there are many of you listening today that are like, oh my gosh, like I've done that exact same thing and it doesn't make any sense. And a lot of times, like when I would freak out and chase after them or whatever, we would end up and get back together. And of course, nothing about that was healthy, but I don't know if they were like excited because I chased after them or I don't have any idea what it was, but nonetheless, oftentimes we would get back together and... I don't know, I guess I felt like I had won some kind of battle, but I didn't um, because I just got back that thing that was hurting me um, and I really should have sent them on gift wrapped um, to somebody else, I guess. But nonetheless, I stayed in this revolving door from the time I was 16 um, all the way through into my early 30s. I mean, it was just, it was crazy. But as I... began to talk with the Lord about this podcast. And I was asking him, Lord, is this going to come alongside my blog? Is this going to kind of be the same thing? What is it exactly that that we're going to do with this podcast that I can't do with a blog? Or am I going to do the same thing just on two different platforms? And the Lord began to speak to me about soul ties. And I had heard that um, phrase before, but I had never really... um, dove into it, really. And the first thing I always do when I feel like the Lord is speaking to me about something is I will go to the Word of God. Because I know that God will absolutely never speak anything to me that does not line up with His Word. So as I, you know, start to get into my Bible and start to do some reading and some research in different places, I don't ever find anywhere where God actually speaks about soul ties. But from the very beginning of creation in Genesis 2 and 24, we see that the very first account of man and woman, it says, this is why a man leaves his father and mother and is united with his wife and they become one flesh. 
So the first thing that like really jumped out to me is right from the very beginning, God established that Eve was Adam's wife. He didn't call her his partner, his girlfriend. It doesn't say that, you know, God introduced them and they went on some dates and then they lived together to decide if they liked each other. You know, I mean, and that's that's what the world says we're supposed to do. Like, oh, well, you've got to move in with each other and make sure you're going to be able to live together. And, you you know, you've got to try having sex with them because what if you don't like having sex with them and, and you like having sex better with somebody else? That's crazy. And that's not how we were created to be, not even from the very beginning of time. God established that the man laid with his woman and she was his wife. He, I mean, it's very clear there. And people can say, you know, I hear people all the time, they're like, that's old fashioned, that's for a different age or whatever. But the void that I felt throughout my life and that I see in so many young people all the time is because the truth of the matter is we were created a certain way from the very beginning of creation, the very beginning of time. And I felt the void in my life way before I became a Christian and I couldn't figure it out until I became a Christian. But the void was still there. The the feeling of something isn't right was still there. And I didn't know the word of God. I, you know, I went to church. My grandparents took me to church. Um, I went to a after school program once a week where we would learn Bible verses and stuff. But I didn't, I didn't know the word of God. So the void that I had, that place inside of me that was empty and felt broken and like something wasn't right in my life, that had nothing to do with me knowing the word of God because it was there before I knew it. So the world tells us that we should behave in a certain way, but I truly believe and know now that that causes us to lose parts of ourselves along the way. 1 Corinthians 6.16 6, says, Do you know that he who unites himself with a prostitute is one with her in body? For it is said, the two will become one flesh. So the first part about this that really uh, sticks out to me is the word prostitute, excuse me, uh, because we really have to take a step back and think about the time that this was written. In those times, a prostitute would really be considered any woman that was having sex outside of her marital covenant. They may have been paid in various forms or not, but nonetheless, in that time, a woman who slept with a man who was not married to that man was considered a whore and a prostitute. It seems really harsh, uh, and people will get all bent out of shape when we say words like that, but nonetheless, it was a fact for the time that this is written. And oftentimes, people don't read the Bible thinking about the day and the time and how it was written. So then the perspective is really lost in some of what we read. So second of all, uh, while it doesn't say anything about the souls combining together, um, it does say that they become one flesh. 
I think if we took a long look and really just thought about what that would look like, if we really closed our eyes and we imagine what it would look like as we lay with someone and our flesh becomes one flesh and then you rip them two away from one another, which I believe is what happens when there's no covenant there, when there is no marriage. And then we separate, go our separate ways, and then lay intimately with someone else and just go about our lives separate from that person that we laid with last. So we're ripped away from one another, and each flesh being takes some of the flesh of the other one with them. How could that possibly not hurt? And how do we walk around missing a piece of ourselves and think that that won't affect us, that it won't hurt us? When we lay down with someone and we have intimate relations with them, when we have sex with someone, we are surrendering everything we are to them. We are entrusting them with every single piece of us. What it, I mean, and sometimes I understand those moments happen unwillingly. That's terrible. And no woman um, or man should ever experience that. But nonetheless, when it happens, there is a piece of ourselves that I feel like we never get back. And that is where that anger inside of me came I feel, and that's why I was chasing after that person. I wasn't chasing after that person. I was chasing after what they took from me. They took a piece of me with them and I could feel it missing inside of me. And I was chasing after them to get it back. And that's really what God was speaking to me about for this episode. Young people are beginning on this road that the world says they have to conduct relationships a certain way, or they're going to be unliked or even made fun of, or they're going to be uncool or whatever people say about young people that are saving themselves for marriage. But in the long run of life, what should matter to us is remaining whole, remaining the way that God created us and finding someone that will spend the rest of their lives with us so that we don't lose pieces of ourself, but instead those pieces remain with us intimately and the person that we're with gets to learn all the pieces of us as we grow together instead of us giving pieces away along the road that we just lose. My prayer in this podcast is that it will meet some of you exactly where you are and that you will realize that even if you've already headed down that road, even if you're listening and you think, well, you know, it's too late for me. I know exactly the feeling that she's talking about uh, because I feel it, but it's too late. Please understand that it is not too late. It is okay to not begin traveling down this road if you have not already began to travel down this road. Let people say whatever they want to say about you because the pieces of you that you will lose along the way is such a greater loss. It's so much harder to overcome than what people want to talk about. There were pieces taken from me. There were moments in life that, Everything about me in that moment 
just got completely destroyed. I have been hurt in ways, in times, in intimate times that never should happen to anyone. No one should ever go through the heartbreak and the confusion that I went through and that so many young people are going through now because the world says that the the expectation of what is normal is to do things a certain way. My friend, the way of the world is not normal. It is not the way we were created to live and there is such a better way. I personally did not truly begin my walk with Jesus until 2020. And let me just tell you, he immediately came into my life. He began to restore pieces of me that I had lost. He began to fix things inside of me that I thought I was fine. It wasn't actually bothering me anymore. But they were, and they were hindering me. They were holding me back from being everything that I was created to be. He has worked to restore my ability to trust people, to enjoy and accept the love my husband gives me emotionally and physically. He has revealed purpose in my life. Jesus has truly given me back parts of me that I thought were lost forever. But that is a lie from the enemy. Those are lies that keep us bound to the past. Those are lies that keep us bound from our future. Oftentimes these things uh, spiral us into addiction and all kinds of things. In the upcoming episodes, I am going to share how some of that also happened for me. Just know it is not too late if you're already on that road. It is okay to not go down that road no matter what people think. And Jesus is waiting for you to give him an opportunity. For each and every one of us, he waits for an opportunity. The Bible says that he knocks at the door. He's knocking at the door of your heart today. And I encourage you, if this message has touched you, if you're listening and thinking, I wish that I knew Jesus like she's saying she does. I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to say a prayer. I encourage you to repeat this prayer with me today and welcome Jesus into your heart. Father God, I come to you today as a sinner knowing that I need a Savior. I know that you sent your son Jesus to die for me. I believe that he died on the cross and rose again on the third day. I believe that you have forgiven my sins and today I ask that Jesus will come into my heart to live. Give me a new heart and begin to direct my life, please. In Jesus' name, amen. Listen, have you prayed that prayer with me today? I encourage you to reach out to me here by email or on social media. I would love to hear from you, send you a Bible, and help you to get connected with a good Bible preaching church. Hey, listen, you can also follow us uh, on YouTube and social media. You are welcome to log in and listen to me preach at Uh, at our church, at Abundant Life Church in Central City, Kentucky. We're on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. But I would love to help you connect with a good Bible preaching church in your community so you can get tied in and so you can begin to grow in the love and in the purpose that Jesus Christ has for you. Listen, I'm excited to hear all God does for you in your life. I call you blessed and I love you with the love of Jesus. Until next time.